The podcast that you're about to enjoy is part of the Low Tree Studios podcast network. To enjoy more great podcasts like this one, visit LowTreeStudios.com. Hello, Weekly Dosers, and welcome in to the Weekly Dose, part of the Low Tree Studios podcast network. I'm your host, Jason Galbraith. It is Friday, May 15th. Let's start your weekend. With some random goodness and just goodness all around, uh, but I want to share some good news with you. If you've listened already to the exclusive podcast exclusively on LowTreeStudios.com, just check the exclusive podcast page there. Uh, lots of new shows that we throw up there that are only uh, only available right there on the website. But if you listen to that already before you listen to this, which I don't know if you did, you may not have because you're not checking it regularly. And this one just goes right to whatever your podcatcher of choice is. <clears throat> I have a big announcement. Uh, those of you who enjoy the weekly dose, you know that it was the daily dose and you know that it was challenging for me to keep up on because of the way that I was gathering the content. Well, I, I, I'm changing some things. I'm doing something a little bit different, something a little bit easier, something a little bit more streamlined. So the daily dose, first part here, the daily dose is coming back. So then the, this is this is all going to change. You're going to see it change. The logo is going to change back to the daily dose, but it's going to be legitimately a bite-sized podcast. Legitimately, they're only going to be like a 10-minute podcast. And if you've listened to the Weekly Dose uh, exclusive podcast that is on the exclusive podcast page, I mentioned all that before. Uh, it's going to be exactly like that show exactly like it. So if you hear that, you know exactly what you're getting, but it's going to be every single day. And when I say every single day, I actually mean Monday through Friday. Occasionally, maybe I'll throw one on a Saturday and Sunday. Probably won't though. So when I say daily, I mean Monday through Friday. And the weekly dose, what you're used to hearing right now, this show is going to become a Patreon show. Okay. I've created a Patreon page. Look, I'm not asking for more money. I'm not, I'm really not. Uh, but all the work that, that we put in, you know, just trying to see what we can do in terms of monetizing. And it'll go towards, of course, what we do for Low Tree Studios. Everything that we do, everything that we uh, accomplish and gain through our patrons and some of the other ways that we bring in revenue goes towards keeping Low Tree Studios, the website, the webpage uh, going and running smoothly. And we appreciate all that stuff. So the weekly dose, what you have right here, right now, this exact show, this exact thing that I do is going to be a Patreon only show. And guess how much it's going to be? Two bucks, two dollars. It's all, is all it's going to cost. And you're going to have four extra shows per month, lengthy shows like this. Uh, so again, here are the changes. Uh, the Weekly Dose exclusive podcast is going to go away. I'm not going to put that up there anymore. I might, I might do one on a Saturday or Sunday or something like that. We'll figure that out because they're super easy for me to do. It only takes me about 15 minutes to, to get the content and record it. Uh, so I may do that still for the exclusive page. Uh, but the, the, this Weekly Dose is going to change to the Daily Dose, 10-minute, short, bite-sized podcast that you get to enjoy every single day. And the weekly dose, what you have right here, this exact show, this exact format is going to be a Patreon show. So to get it, it's $2 per month. That's like 50 cents a podcast. 
That's like 50 cents a podcast, right? So it's about a 30-minute show exactly like this. So uh, check all that stuff out. I'm going to put all the links in the show notes, but also I'm going to put all of the changes uh, applied to our page right after I upload this. So it should be there by the time you decide to check and you can see how to become a subscriber. And that all starts next week. So this show's free right now, uh, but next week it will not be. So check all that stuff out. Keeps updated on the, the page. I will send out a newsletter as well. But let's get into this show. Enough of these announcements. You guys don't want to hear this. You want to hear this kind of stuff. And here's the first thing. As the coronavirus death toll ticks up and some states ease their restrictions, a new study suggests that men might be more likely to leave their face coverings at home. Men in the U.S. report less intention than women to wear face coverings, especially in counties that don't mandate wearing them, according to a study. Uh, this, the authors say, suggests that making face coverings mandatory has a larger effect on men than women. And that is true. I don't know if it's a man thing. I mentioned this a little bit on the exclusive weekly dose. This, of course, is more in detail here. Um, it's not a man thing for me when it comes to wearing them. I just don't like wearing them. And it's, I think it really, for me, it comes from this nature. This is my nature, right? My nature is uh, a rebellious guy. I don't want to be told what to do. It's enough that I have to wear pants. You tell me to wear pants. Just kidding. I, I'm not a nudist. Um, but if I was a nudist, I'd be pissed that you're making me wear pants. Right? That's, that's just me. I don't like to be told what to do. It's a problem. I realize it. I work on it daily. So don't judge me, please. So when it comes to these masks, there's a couple reasons why I don't like them. For one, I don't feel like they really work. I think it's more like a placebo thing for a lot of us. We want to feel better that the people in our environment are protecting, uh, are protecting themselves from each other, right? So if you're one of those that's really concerned about the the coronavirus, you want to see me wearing a face mask so that you feel like you're protected, right? But I find that I touch my face way more often when I have a face mask on because I'm adjusting it because when I talk, it starts to slide down because I hate it and I'm constantly moving it and I'm not used to wearing it. So I'm touching my face more often, which I don't think is great. The other reason why I don't really like them is I can't see people's facial expressions. I realize, I realize how much of hearing loss I'm actually experiencing. Now, I'm not going deaf by any means, but because of all the years of playing music, I'm starting to lose a little bit of uh, some, some tone I can't hear. I just took a hearing test, and, and it's true. My, my right ear, uh, there's some, some, some of those tones that I just, those frequencies I just can't pick up. And I realize now that everybody's wearing masks, how much I rely on, uh, you know, that, that body language and the lip reading, right, from, that comes from the face. I can't hear people anymore. I'm asked constantly going, what did you say? What did you say? Plus, I can't see if you're smiling at me or frowning at me. You know, it's like this, this layer now, this layer, this protective layer that it's just, we're totally distancing ourselves. Now, I don't know how much benefit comes from wearing these masks. I really don't. I'm not reading any of these studies. But I don't think, it, for me, it has anything to do with being a man. It has everything to do with all of those other things. But I get it. Some men don't like to wear them. And every time I see people wearing them, I'm irritated. 
that were being made to wear them. So that's just me. Maybe you're different. Maybe you're like, I'm wearing mine. I don't want to get sick. I get it. And I respect it. But I wish people respected my need to not want to wear one, right? My feeling about that. Let's move on to the next thing. A survey shows 88% of workers have lied for lied for a boss or supervisor. Lied for a boss or supervisor. Have I done that? I don't think I have. I haven't been in a position where I've had to, but it says 88% of workers. Now I've lied to my bosses and I'm sure many, many, many people have. I'm sure that number is much higher of workers who've lied to their bosses, but lied for your boss. I've never done that. That's interesting. A South Carolina restaurant partially reopened for diners, uh, for dine-in customers. uh, And they're keeping the tables compliant with social distancing guidelines by filling the dining room with blow up dolls. Uh, The open hearth restaurant uh, closed its dining room due to COVID-19 pandemic March 17th and has allowed uh, was allowed to reopen this week with a reduced capacity and a requirement that customers are seated six feet apart. The owners of the eatery said they didn't want the restaurant to look empty when customers came in. So they, they put a bunch of blow up dolls in there. Are they the ones that have the mouth open? You know what I'm saying? Uh, are they those blow up dolls? Cause that's a little creepy, right? Uh, but I get it. Uh, I wouldn't want to eat next to a blow up doll. So I would stay away, I guess, from that area. I guess it wouldn't matter. I wouldn't care about eating next to a blow up doll, but that's smart, right? People getting creative, get people are getting creative, uh, with that stuff. A British charity is seeking volunteers willing to barefoot to, to walk barefoot, sorry, over lo- Lego bricks to raise money for children with disabilities. Uh, Codwell Children, a charity providing practical and emotional support to children with disabilities and their families, said it is seeking volunteers to participate from their own homes in the May 31st Lego walk. Uh, the charity created uh, the charity create pre-recorded instructional videos to show the volunteers how to safely walk across a pile of Lego bricks. There's a safe way of doing it. I, and then they're gonna move on you, right? Little Legos, they move. That would that doesn't sound fun, but it's cool. It's good for a good cause, and that's awesome. Get you know, get creative. Uh, and in the world of creepy, uh, Wichita, Kansas police arrested a 14-year-old boy who allegedly entered a home and was caught on camera standing directly over a sleeping girl. The teen faces charges of aggravated burglary and theft. A 14-year-old already showing signs of being creepy. Ooh, uh, for those of us who suffer from seasonal allergies, bless you, the spring and summer can be miserable. A few tweaks to your daily routine can keep the outdoors from invading your home. The blog Apartment Therapy gives some great ideas, but here's one we've never heard. Change your clothes and shoes as soon as you enter your home. Uh, Leaving the clothes by the door prevents the transfer of allergens into other rooms. So they're saying get naked in the hallway before you come into your apartment. Neighbors are going to love this. Neighbors are going to love this. Don't bring these clothes into the bedroom and put them in the hamper. Either that, either. uh, Also, don't do that. Uh, That brings allergens into the bedroom and defeats the purpose. There you go. So get naked in the hallway and throw them in the hamper. Or don't throw them in the hamper. Oh, no, it says put them in the hamper. 
much. Just don't bring them in the bedroom though, right? Lay them all over the place, and then you got allergens all. And then dog. What if we? What if you have dogs? I got dogs. I I guarantee you they're bringing stuff in because they're rolling all over the place and being dogs like they do. Uh, if you bite your tongue or stub your toe, your first instinct is to probably yell "ow." But have you ever wondered why that is? According to a study, being vocal could actually help you tolerate the pain. But why ow? Researchers tested how long subjects could keep their hands immersed in, a ver- in, in very cold water before they couldn't take it anymore. They found that saying ow during the experiment increased the subject's tolerance for pain. But why did we, why did we say ow? Ow! Think about it. That's funny. Isn't that funny to think about? I'm I'm sure we get it from our parents to a certain degree. I'm sure that not parents, but it's learned like not necessarily parents, but everybody says, ow, we've said ow forever. So now we all just say, ow, what if we said something different? Like, I don't know. Maybe ow is just easier to say. Uh, A new study examining people's cleaning frequencies and their personality traits revealed Americans who are super clean are twice as happy with their overall lives than those who believe themselves to be messy. The study surveyed 2,000 Americans and divided them into three self-identifying groups, super clean, moderately clean, and messy. The super cleans were found to be more content in family matters, having a better sex life. Uh, They get better sleep, have more career satisfaction, and felt less stressed, super clean. If I had to be super clean, I would be stressed. I would say I'm moderately clean. I'm definitely not messy, but I'm in the moderately clean. Can we get a study on that? I wonder what that is. All right, let's move on to this. What is a fact that can possibly save your life? These are some tips from the Reddit community. I've said it before, I've never really been to Reddit, but uh, I guess they do cool things there because I've gotten a couple lists from there that are pretty sweet. All right, this this is one. Uh, This is a New Zealand-specific one, but all emergency numbers work here. The official number is uh, 111. But 999-000-911, et cetera, will all work. This is so that tourists can still reach emergency services easily. Uh, next thing, uh, when having a heart attack, you don't swallow aspirin, you chew it. You chew the aspirin. If you're vomit, the next thing, if your vomit, uh, mm, if your vomit look like coffee grains, grounds, well, that's weird, huh? If your vomit look like coffee grounds, you are bleeding internally. Oh no. And you need to go to the hospital. Pay attention to that. It's not really coffee grounds. <laughs> There are no rules if a stranger puts their hands on you. Um, Yell, scream, kick, bite, make the biggest scene possibly uh, you could possibly make and run away as fast as you can and share this info with your children. So if someone starts to grab you and puts their hands on you, do whatever you can to get away. No rules. Kick them in the nuts. Kick them wherever you can kick them, bite them, punch them in the throat, uh, stomp on their feet. Whatever you need to do, don't let them take you, right? If someone is in trouble and you want to leap in to save them, make sure you have a way to get out yourself. So take a moment. This is what this is saying. Take a moment, pause, go, okay, this person needs help. If I get involved in this, do I have a way out? That's a good one. I like that. If you are ever buried in rubble, 
in an earthquake, tornado, building collapse, etc. Don't shout. You'll lose your voice and waste energy. Instead, grab a piece of rubble and knock in patterns of threes. Humans are expert pattern makers and pattern note. Uh, notices. Uh, rescuers will hear the distinctive pattern sound and go toward it. Once you can hear people, uh, use your voice. So if you're, you know, you're down in there and you just go tink, 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 tink. If someone grabs you by the arm, don't pull away. Instead, uh, twist your arm. Uh, your arm goes nearly all directions, but their wrists won't. So twist your arm. Don't really know how that would work. But uh, next thing, if the ocean is retreating, there's a tsunami coming. Evacuate the beach immediately. We learned that, right, recently with all these tsunamis that happened over the last, what, 10 years or so. If a tornado looks like it isn't moving, it's heading right towards you. Oh, that's scary. Uh, next thing, all firearms are loaded. Even if they are not, they are. Keep that in mind. They're all loaded. Just like it's a precautionary thing, right? And then the last thing, uh, if you need to call 911 and you're too busy helping the victim using doing CPR or whatever, specifically point at someone and say, you call 911. Don't say, hey, somebody call 911. It snaps a person out of bystander's effect and they act. So point directly at someone. Hey, you, you call 911. Boom. Just like that. Those are pretty good. I liked those. Those were, uh, those were interesting. We have new information to report. A man in Jupiter, Florida, who admits he was skeptical uh, that the coronavirus was a real threat, has a new outlook after con contracting the virus. Around this time last month, rideshare driver Brian Hitchens was a self-proclaimed COVID-19 skeptic. He says he thought maybe the government uh, was trying something and it was kind of like they threw it out there to kind of distract us. He made Facebook posts downplaying the seriousness. Fast forward to this week and Hitchens has a whole new outlook from his hospital bed. It hits even closer to home for Hitchens after his wife was admitted to the same hospital at the same time for coronavirus. She's been on a ventilator for three weeks. Wow, that's a tough story. All right, now this this hits home to me too because you know you guys may think I'm a skeptic. I'm not a skeptic. I know it's a real thing. I do, I do, and I know that it's dangerous. But I just I don't know if we're off balance on it. That's what I'm. I question the balance. Is all I question. I question the balance of the whole thing. I feel like we're off balance in our reaction to it. All right, maybe I'm wrong, and I could be proven wrong. Still. That's how I feel today. Next thing, what's the last thing your family pet swallowed? A sock, a child's toy. Mine was a pickleball. My, my pet swallowed a pickleball that I happened to leave on the court and Blue got a hold of it and shredded it. And uh, I, I've been waiting for him to poop particles of it out. And I think he's doing just fine though. But this is what this pet uh, swallowed. A pet python in Australia had to undergo surgery to remove a pair of barbecue tongs he swallowed. A python swallowed a pair of bar barbecue tongs. Why? How strange. Uh, next thing, a driver in China faced some jail time for signing a traffic ticket with the Chinese equivalent for blank your mother. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, that's cool. That's funny. A man in Sweden 
who dumped a bag of killer slugs in a neighbor woman's garden, has been found guilty of adult bullying. The man denied he had behaved badly towards the woman, but witnesses contradicted his testimony, saying uh, they had often seen the man hanging around the neighbor's house. The man was ordered to pay almost $2,000 in fines and damages. Crazy. In Connecticut, Jason Diderio. Do you know him? Uh, I've never met him. I live in California, uh, was asked to leave a McDonald's in Brooklyn, Connecticut for failing to comply with a statewide order to wear masks in businesses to curb the spread of the coronavirus. Uh, D'Addario didn't like being told what to do, just like me, doesn't like it, don't want to be told what to do, uh, and threw a rock through the window after that in an alleged unrelated crime, D'Addario stole several pairs of ladies' underwear. From a nearby Walmart, he tried to flee but thought better of it when a police dog met him as he left the store. So, maybe he was going to use the ladies' underwear to make masks. Maybe so. UK cops caught a suspect after an ill-timed fart ooh, revealed his hiding place. The bizarre, the bizarre arrest happened on uh, Thursday, last Thursday. Officials chased official officials. Wow, officials chased one man into the woods in the dark, but after uh, another suspect was caught. Uh, but another suspect was caught after police heard a noise believed to be the sound of someone breaking wind from a nearby bush. One of the pursuing officers couldn't resist cracking a joke at the suspects. It's Spence on a Facebook post. He says this, I was almost out of wind running, but luckily the suspect still had some wind left. That's funny. A family in China who saw 48 vehicles plow into their home over the past year is pleading with local lawmakers for a solution. To make the crashes stop, 48 vehicles? The homeowners complain they've seen hundreds of vehicles of all kinds run into their fence, yard, and house over the years. There's even a giant sign in their yard that says, slow, but it's not working. How about move? That's a good one. Uh, A mother of three in Germany decided to time uh, in jail... uh, She's decided to time in jail instead of paying a parking fine so she could get a rest from her demanding children and lazy husband. I'm going to take that time in jail. No, I'll take the time. No, I don't want to pay the ticket. I'll take that time in jail. The mom said she was looking forward to food and a hot shower every day without having to cook, wash, and clean for everyone. Wow, what's your life like if you'd rather go to jail instead of participate in your life? (laughs) Crazy. When a woman in England heard a prowler outside her home late at night, she confronted him by grabbing a nearby garden gnome and throwing it at him. She hit him and went back inside. There she grabbed another weapon, a rolling pin, which she preferred since she didn't want to break another gnome. She loves her gnomes. Prowler decided to leave instead. Of course, right? Who wants to get hit by another gnome? How many gnomes does she have? It's unknown. (laughs) See what I did there? It's unknown. How many gnomes does she have? It's unknown. All right, let's get into your water cooler question. Hey, ladies, the average woman in her life will swallow four pounds of what? 
Ew. Don't go there. Don't go to the dirty mind business. What will she swallow? Lipstick, of course. Gross. Four pounds of lipstick. Licking your lips. That's disgusting. All right. Let's, let's, uh, let's end the podcast and start your day. Start your weekend, let's just say that, uh, with a deep thought. To escape criticism, right, because you're afraid of it. To escape criticism, do nothing, say nothing, be nothing. What do you think that's saying? What does it say to you? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Uh, It's saying, hey, don't worry about criticism. If you want to actually accomplish something in your life, you can't be afraid of criticism. You just can't because it's going to come. If you're so afraid of it and crippled by it, then don't do anything. Don't say anything. Don't be anything. Right? So uh, just accept that criticism because it's going to come. And if you're going to do anything different or have an opinion or anything like that, it's going to come. Let me give you a for instance, right? I know myself. I know that I'm sort of a hothead. I have an opinion, right? I, I'm a little bit of a rebellious spirit. I think it makes for uh, being a good podcaster because I have opinions about things and I'm not afraid to share them. But it doesn't necessarily make for being a good employee uh, because one of the, the labels that I've gotten throughout the years is that I'm a hothead, that I, I'm reactive. And uh, people, you may be some management, they're afraid to put me in a position where I can lead and manage. It doesn't make me a bad leader, I don't think. Uh, it makes me, it makes me I, I do it because I care. I do it because I, I'm fueled by caring about things. Um, I get it. I've got to tame it. Uh, but it, it still... It, 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 it's who I am. It makes me who I am. But if I was afraid of what people thought, right, then I would never do anything. I would never go anywhere. So even in situations like that, where you're at work and someone labels you a certain way and has that sort of criticism, like in my case, you're a hothead. I'm still going to be me. Yeah, I'll work on it because I know in a work environment, you have to tame those sorts of things. You have to be a little bit more accommodating. But I believe for me, it makes me who I am. It makes me want to create. It makes me want to do stuff like this. It makes me want to have an opinion and share that opinion. All right. It's better for podcasting. Maybe not so great for the work environment, uh, but still got to be myself and I'm not afraid of that criticism. I hope that story made a damn bit of sense because as I started to say it, I was like, what am I talking about? Has that ever happened to you? had an interview the other day and I was doing some of that, an interview for a new job. And they asked me weird questions. And I realized as I was answering the questions, I was uh, trying to figure out the answer to the question. <laughs> you ever been there, right? You, they ask you, a, someone asks you a question and you have no idea, but you're in a position where you have to answer the question. Uh, and so you're, as you're saying the words, you're figuring out the answer because you've never really thought about the answer. Well, that's what I did anyway. And, and I, I've done that before. All right. Well, that's it for this week's show. I do want to remind you of all the changes. If you don't know them, go back to the beginning. Go back to the beginning. Daily Dose starts next week. Weekly Dose is going to become a Patreon exclusive podcast. That's that in a nutshell. And that's it for the show. You lovely people have an amazing week and take care of your fellow travelers on planet Earth. I'll be back next Friday. Uh, with more weekly goodness. Cheers. Cheers.